Hey you, thanks for tuning into the Waiting List Podcast. I'm Long Long. I'm Daniel. And I'm Jacqueline. And we are three watch friends with a healthy obsession for watches. So sit back and relax with us while we chat with collectors, industry giants, and share some good vibes. Hi everyone. Um, welcome back to another episode with just the three of us. Um, and we're just chatting, um, you know, some random things, what's been happening to us and also events that's happened in the industry. So, uh, I want to kick it off with just asking like, how's everyone doing? Even though I just saw you guys this morning, but you know, we should give the people an update. So I'm so tired. (laughs) (laughs) How was your nap for 30 minutes? I, um, no, I'm, I'm going back to nap. It's 9.48. No, you're not. Cause after this, you're calling me. (laughs) Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, look at Dan's face. He's like, damn, I can't wait to share. No, because when it, when it gets to Dan, when it gets to Dan, I actually have a bunch of questions to ask him, but I want to start with you first, Long. Um, you recently visited the Vacheron event and uh, you posted a very posh photo of yourself. I wanted to hear about that and how that went down. <laughs> I love how like, yeah. Um, so I'm not usually like that in real life. Or <laughs> yeah, you are. Stop <laughs> lying. <laughs> you toned it down for the photo. <laughs> I know, because like in real life, I actually had like a top hat as well. And I had like someone hold, um, like the dress was so long. So I had a bunch of people like holding the train on the dress. Your paid slaves. Yeah. So for the photo, I did uh, tone it down. But yeah, um, saw the novelties for, yeah, 2023. Yeah. What do you think? Which photo are we talking about? Is it this one? Yeah. Uh, Is this Vacheron? Yeah. Yeah. It says Vacheron oh. in the location. Okay. Clearly, some people don't like go into details. Well, clearly, his focus wasn't in the location. No, where does it say? It says Hong Kong for me. It just says Hong Kong. Yeah, well, if you look at the box, like the watch box. Dude, it's so small. Yeah, but uh, what I thought it was more to do with Tatler, because I just see Tatler. Well, mm. It was an event that Tatler did with uh, Landmark as a developer here. And then Vacheron, the three of them did something together. Um, mm. I have to say, in the past, I kind of walk into Vacheron and I kind of just walk past everything and walk out again. <laughs> but did you see? Did you no. see the interview with the lady? I forget her name, but she was talking. She was basically um, the head of um, design or complication for the new retrograde. No, but I wanted to tell you that I actually think they did such a good job with the mm-hmm. retrograde like i always in my head thought vacheron was uh pocket watches or it was uh complication well, uh yeah complications but also recently like everyone's just overseas overseas blah 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 yeah oh and the 222 yeah so i wasn't like super excited but they had the salmon dial retrograde if i can find a picture or if you guys <clears throat> google it i was like wow they actually did a a super good job and uh i still, still too think- big though everything is too big still I think and 
surprisingly so they had one side of the room was like the novelties for men which is just that one box and then the other side they had basically like nine to 12 female watches like all lined up and this being like mainly an event for guys um they kind of just like dumped it on on the side but anyways on my way out i was like might as well look at the female 222 i mean sorry overseas not 222 overseas and it's it's actually really nice it like nice in the sense that uh you won't feel like wow this can replace a lot of stuff but definitely just like a really nice like daily can i ask like yeah if you're gonna pick one watch from vacheron and i think none of us have vacheron in our collection but if you're gonna pick one watch what would you actually think best represents you or the best choice for you is uh the corn de vache Okay. Like, yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a I think it's aesthetically the like the nicest looking one. But uh I had one in my yeah. collection. I had the Hodinki one. The Hodinki one. one. You, you had the vintage, right? Or did you have the No, I had the I had the 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 Hodinki one. Oh. Okay. And um I I I I liked I liked wearing it. Yeah. But um I wouldn't the combination that I had it in. I wouldn't say it's timeless. Like, do you miss it? I miss oh. it more from a memorabilia side. Like, it was one of the earliest pieces I acquired. But I, if if I had I had the chance to purchase it back, not the one like I sold, but like another one. But um, I didn't go for it because I I put it on. I um, uh, it just didn't feel. It just didn't feel right. Okay, I have something to say that I think will is mean, and like I don't know if anyone can resonate with this, but I think because it looks so similar to like um, some other brands' uh, chronograph that you could maybe top up a little and get that has like better finishing, it kind of makes you think like, do I really need this? So you could get a paddock as well, or you could get a. Long a in this kind of a layout, mm. feeling, mm. size, look. But this would be kind of like, um, like yeah, why am I getting this? I think I think for the Cornavash, like for people who who want the design and don't want to yeah. pay vintage prices for the Cornavash, yeah. it's like yeah. a good price point to buy and own like the design. But to me, it's still yeah. a little bit too big. Um, but it's got you know the Lamania inspired movement side. Mm. Um. But is it, you know, the Lemania like movement? Yeah, a lot of brands have that. Yeah. Do you think that is enough like drawing selling point? Because, you know, you can get them in the Vintage Brigades, you get them in like the Omega Speedmaster, you get them in, uh, yeah, Paddocks, you get them everywhere, actually. I think if that's your only selling point for your watch, then no. Like, I think you're trying yeah. too hard. But in addition, like as a cherry on top, I, I think it's a good thing. But you have to like it from a design perspective first. Okay, but I also realize mm. as a brand, it's confusing because with every brand that you buy, you can kind of see the clientele and what kind of mm. wear it. This is mm -hmm. a brand, especially in Hong Kong, that I'm really confused about. Like, mm. who actually buys it? If you fashion, yeah, because if you ignore all the people chasing the overseas, you still can't tell. Like, you can't. I can't tell you who's wearing it. Like yeah i agree with that group. yeah and it used to be i mean they have the nicest boutiques in the most prime locations 
but it would be like, oh, this is a tourist um spot for mainlanders before they leave. So they put it next to like Sasa, that's like um a, like a drugstore that people go in to stock up their like makeup removers and whatever before they go back to mainland. So you have this kind of vibe that's just like, okay, by the way, on the way out before I go home, I need a, like a nice gift or something. Or like, I'm just going to try my luck here. So I, I don't really know who wears it. Like in my in my no. in my current friend circle, I don't nobody yeah. really bangs on about Vacheron, and I don't even know who wears it. And even if they do have one, it's not their main piece in their kind of I mean go to collect. You know what I mean? We know the we know people who have the Everest, right? But there's a very specific story tied to the yeah. watch and why they got it. Yeah. But it yeah. ex exactly what you said. It's not their main piece, and it's also and you don't really hear about vintage Vacheron collecting. Vintage Vacheron. Maybe that's a uh, space. Is look, you do all that like vintage research. Do you think there's uh, good stuff there? Here's the thing. Whenever vintage Vacheron is whispered in like vintage collecting, there's also always another word that's associated with it, which is value buy. Oh. Um, because people would people would basically say, oh yeah, it's a great value buy because it's the same finishing as Paddock, but at a third of the price. And I don't think that helps Vacheron's case. So it's like Grand um, Seiko again. Yeah. yeah. But I do remember two years ago, Vacheron tried to kind of um, promote their vintage pieces themselves. So they would... Yeah, with their yeah. Um, patrimony. Uh, yeah. Thing. Yeah. And I don't know about the rest of the world, but it definitely did not take off here. Yeah. And it's <laughs> important. Yeah. Because I think people just picked it up and it's like, yes, you checked it for me. But there's yeah. such a high premium and they just remembered the design. I mean, the reference and they'll go look for it themselves. Yeah. yeah at like a third yeah. of the price. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. Yeah. Dan, um, I wanted to ask you a few questions. Yeah. But, um, let's just, you know, keep the audience to date. So you, um, you know, ever since starting the job at Phillips and you were really, mm involved with one big project that was under you know secrecy and and, and, and not being uh displayed to the public and yeah. now everybody knows you know what that watch was and, and it's the Pui 96 and you and I were actually on the phone together uh during that auction when you were um helping me bid on a painting that went way above <laughs> my budget but you know it was really great to have you on the phone and just and we stayed on the the phone for the entire time, which yeah. after watching the playback on YouTube was like 40 plus minutes and it flew by. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was 40 plus minutes. God, I was on the phone with you that long. I thought it was like 15 or something. Yeah, no, that's exactly how I felt. And then I watched the playback. It was, it was 40 plus. Oh, okay. um, so just for our audience who's, who's listening, can you tell us, you know, how, well, first of all, what you, what role you played in 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 the sale and and you did play a you know um a crucial role in in China um with the research at the very end stage of the watch and also tell us a little bit about um being in the auction you know the dynamic the previews the fancy dinner that you guys had for those people who couldn't have attended in person yeah um well first of all you know i I think I'm quite grateful and privileged to have such a project land on my lap, literally in my first year at Phillips, you know, like 
to have something like that within the market I work in is just fantastic. Um, and, you know, I, I do actually, you know, being the fact that I was actually born, you know, not in China, there is part of me that really loves like Chinese culture and stuff, right? That wants to identify with it because I always feel like I don't know enough. So it was a great opportunity to, uh, you know, delve more into uh, the history and also, you know, the cultural aspects of how people, you know, saw the last emperor uh, and then understand their mindset. Um, my involvement was actually pretty limited because I was just really on the ground going to the museums um, in uh, China, um, looking for more like evidence of Puyi's collection. So looking to see what other watches were out there that he collected, what time period, and where those watches were, talking to um, museum directors, curators, uh, talking about the hit. Most of the time, you know, you'd go there and um, they'd just start talking to you about history. And you'd just be listening there, listening to this history lesson. And I, I really, really enjoyed that, you know, um, because history, you know, depends on who tells it, I guess. So you can read all the books. You can, I mean, I saw the movie, obviously. Um, but to, to hear, like, you know, the version told from a Chinese perspective was also, you know, really in interesting. Um, in terms of the watch, I remember going into the office and, and seeing it. And to be honest, when I saw the photo, I was like, ah, oh, doesn't, you know, doesn't look the best condition. And then when I um, saw it, in real life, I was like, oh, okay, I got this totally different energy from the piece. Um, you did, yeah, did it's you just something to... that captures history, you know? Did you guys get to touch it? Yeah, yeah, I okay. did. Like, so, so Thomas actually allowed me to, you know, kind mm -hmm. of quote unquote play with the piece. Obviously, the mm -hmm. piece wasn't working or anything. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, and I, what, what's something you don't appreciate? is how heavy it is because it's actually mm -hmm. it's all platinum mm -hmm. right and yeah. you can't unless you actually hold the piece you don't actually know how heavy it is but yeah. it's for such a small piece yeah. it's pretty yeah. weighty size of, you notice it let's put it that way yeah um and with all these kind of pieces i think the first thing you think about is what has this piece seen what has this piece like witnessed you know, what was he doing? And all these questions that I guess are never really answerable, like, you know, just go in your mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then um, I guess when the auction came, like, I I was really happy that I got to spend that moment with you, Jack. Like those 40 minutes, I think I said that on the phone with you. I was like, I was there with my colleagues and stuff, but you're a friend that I, you know, met through watches and and, and just to like, have you bidding, you know, in that auction and then subsequently staying on the phone with you? I had people messaging me afterwards saying, you're not talking to anybody. Like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I am actually. Yeah. Hey, actually, did the, so the person that got the watch, have they picked it up yet? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, like, even to us, the the identity is quickly, like, you know, it's not shared or anything. And obviously, you know, people that do know they don't share it so it's not i mean i haven't really gone and asked but yeah mm. um but the room was electric 
oh my god like I, I haven't been to many auctions you know i've only done the one in november and this is my second one but literally as soon as it started the room was like really really busy you could hear like a pin drop you know so to speak and as soon as that lot came lot three came all the cameras came up you know all the the, the phones went up to to record and uh you just feel oh you know to some part you are kind of a small very small part of history of this watch right you are ingrained with it and that's why i think that moment encaptured with me and you on the phone was very special yeah yeah unfortunately you didn't get to win the lot that would have been even more amazing but i think we've got our strategy wrong right yeah i remember um you were on the phone with me and then you you kept on repeating the bid yeah and and then uh you're like yeah sorry i just have to do this, this is my like it's a part of my job um yeah. And I remember like you you saying that, and then I was like, no, I know. But then it didn't even register. You were you were you were announcing me uh, the bids to me because I was so like enthralled in the live action of you know watching Thomas and the 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 the, the live stream. But um, yeah, I really wanted that lot. I think it was the prettiest painting lot. Would you have, uh, now in hindsight, yeah, would you have gone higher? How much did it go for? I don't know, but like it was at the beginning. And then your your idea was the fact that there would be more lots, more chances to to get a piece of art, right? Yeah, you but see, but then Fortunately, that... that was everybody's idea. And so as the lots get like lower, like in terms of the quantity, then they get fought after more because they, people are realizing I haven't got one. Yeah. Right? No, I think what it was is, um, okay, so, I mean, I, I can tell the story now because, you know, it doesn't, yeah. So the reason why I wanted that lot is because if you guys, if you remember, um, it's uh, it's the, the, the chastity um, arc. Mm -hmm. And it was the temple. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I wanted that lot is because in my last semester of school, I took a Imperial China history class and it was taught by this really well-known professor in the field. And um, in one of the, in one of the, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, lectures, it was about chastity and how in that time period, the worst crime that women could commit was um, being, uh impure or unchastised and so one of the things that you would um inc inc not incriminate but but like one thing that you should not have done as a woman in living in that period is is come out of your house um at uh past curfew so like past 9 p.m at night and so so that that painting was of a chastity arc um, with a grave in the background, because the story goes, there was a woman living in the village, her house was burning down, but she wanted to stay pure and chastised. So she did not leave her house because it was at night and her house was burning down. Therefore she died. And the people were like, oh, she was such a pure woman and commemorated her with a chast chastity arc. Now, 
is that a great thing to remember <laughs> as as a as a female um does not you know it's not the best light but it just looking at that it did remind me of you know my last semester at school and it had the Pui um uh association to it so that's why I was like okay I'll, I'll go in and I'll try for a bit of win for too high so the question to, to, to answer your question I don't think I would have gotten higher because it was just it was like how much did it go for like like 170 Hong Kong or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, no. But if I ha would have gotten one, it would have been like that. It would have been that one. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Um. Okay, moving on. So I wanted to bring up a topic that is actually being uh, widely discussed, and we see it on our Instagrams every day, I'm sure, which is the Paddock Tokyo exhibition. Um, Hang on a minute. Just before, I just, I'm just thinking about that auction again. Sure. Sorry, Paddock. But like, uh, we had this thing with Shanghai Tang and one of the events like just before that watch, right? And I'm telling you, Long Long came in, right? And she looked amazing. Like, uh, yes, I remember, I remember, I remember. It was she came in late, right? So everybody was seated, seated, seated down at the panel like discussion, right? Listening to, I swear, like listening to um to the to Arthur, our digital creator, digital director, and then Thomas, and then we had the 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 Chinese researcher, and then we had Russell working the the American journalist, right? She was a little bit late, not like hugely late. I think five minutes late was it? And yeah. then you're in these heels walking across the plaza, and then. I remember you came in and honestly, the eyes just turned. Yeah, but do you like know? literally she just <sighs> like took the took the attention away for that, like literally five seconds as she like uh, looked for a seat. OK, but can I just say if you actually okay, you know this about me, if I knew that it was this kind of layout and uh, there's no other entrance, I definitely <laughs> would like come first and be the first person and sit down in the back. So I was. Actually oh, I remember the first thing you said to me is, uh, yeah. "I'm I'm fucking starving." <laughs> yeah, but I classic. <laughs> I was confused. I was like, I thought you guys are serving food, but also, um, I really thought about like when I walked towards the thing and I saw that everyone was sitting there. I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't go in. It's just so awkward the way the entrance was there. And then, yeah, anyways. It, it was a lot of pressure because where the entrance was is everybody will see you walking in. And if you're mm -hmm. a bit late, people see you walking yeah. in. And um, but I got a lot of people coming up to me and saying, yeah, Long Long looks stunning. I was like, yeah. But were you the <laughs> only person who was late? Nah, uh, no, there were other people. our a good friend came even way later and didn't and <laughs> did not follow the dress code. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, sorry, now sorry, go back to Patek again. Paddock Tokyo. What do we think? Yeah. Well, mm. I think, uh, to be honest, I've been so busy. I haven't really taken an in-depth look at the pieces. Obviously, I've seen the, you know. But you've seen it on Instagram. Yeah, I've seen it on Instagram. But again, you know, those pieces are never going to be realistic options for me unless I see them at, like, literally at our auction, right? Someone, But what is there to say, you know, like, 
I would want it. I have something. Am I going to get say. it? No. No, I have something to say, but I want I want to hear from you guys first. What What are we talking about? People or the watches? Like yeah. everything, like the exhibition, the watches, people. Uh, I've heard a lot of people told me I went to the Singapore one, so a lot of people told me the uh, Japan one wasn't as good. As in, maybe they just didn't bring in that many pieces or the setup or whatever. But from what I saw from the IG stories, it looked really good, and the whole experience seemed like, yeah, it seemed really, really, really good. So, yeah. Thanks for showing us that. What are you trying to yeah, show? Yeah, thanks us? for showing us that, John. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, John. Thanks, John, for the gift. <laughs> Um, I met up with John uh, Reardon today, who was at Tokyo for the exhibition, and he brought me back so many goodies from the exhibition. Yeah, I love how it's purple though. You see, like the exhibition bag. It's really nice because that that doesn't even look light. It looks heavy. Yeah. Oh my god, guys! I had a lot of fun today. Let me tell you about my day. (laughs) I went to my first drag show. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean, first drag show? I've never been like, to a drag you were, show. You were part on, of what, it? what is a drag show? A drag show is... Wait, how can you not know this? Because I'm thinking, like... Not important! About... Paddock, Tokyo! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, wait, what are we talking about? Like, the new releases or just generally? Not Just you know? generally. Okay, I must be following the wrong kind of people on IG, though, because I feel like the people I follow, the the posts don't really showcase anything that is related to the watches at the exhibition. Oh, I know what you mean. Their own modern watches. Like, okay, I was here, so it was like a wrist shot. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, it's one of those things. I think I would have liked to have gone with you guys, but I'm also know that when I go there, I'm going to be completely yeah. knackered. You know, every single day is going to yeah. be so intense. Yeah, uh, it's not just like looking at the watches, right? Like you go to that, you meet your friends, then there's like other friends that you, you need. To, you feel yeah. like, oh, I need to say hello to. You yeah. spend another half hour with them, and then your schedule's like messed up. And then in the evening, there's the whole eating thing, and then it's just next day is the same it's the same it's the same i mean it's a great experience to have and i you know i wish yeah i wish you know we could have like as a three gone there and, and done that um but okay, it all but- oh, man after the auction like i'm still recovering man i'm so tired like but this is something i want to do this year i'm like generally someone that hates like uh going to these places where there's a lot of watch people right and then you're like just making small talk and then when you leave you feel so relieved like okay i'll give you an example just that paddock thing alone in hong kong i felt like i had, I spent the whole weekend recovering what the paddock 96 yeah just like uh, going to that thing that one like, night uh, that i would have loved to go to that dinner <laughs> no but it's just so overwhelming and i think uh i'm gonna force myself to do stuff like this this year whatever's left of this year Go to a yeah. bunch of these things where I need to just say hi to so many people, but then yeah. just be like, yeah, it's fine. And just I think it is me. like, uh, not a joke. This is not a joke. But the, the thing with you is where you go, right? Because you are like well known in Hong Kong. I think in the last podcast, I, I said in the recording, there's probably not 
a single person that is a watch fed that doesn't know who you are in Hong Kong, right? Whether they've met you is another thing. Um, but yeah, there must be so many people. Well, there are so many people that just come up to you all the time, right? It's I think it's a lot more tiring for you than it is for me. I, I yeah, think. But, right? Okay, so I'll go to something in the U.S. See you there, Jack. Uh, it's not like well, it's not like both of you aren't famous in the U.S. either. No, I mean like if nobody knows, but no, back, like yeah. okay, first of all, I'm not as famous as Long, and second, no. uh, nobody knows what I look like. They still that's, think, yeah, that's a key difference. Yeah. Okay, but if it's like say I'm walking around with Jack and uh, say someone's like, oh my god, like can I like talk to you for a bit, blah blah blah, to her. I would be so happy to follow her around the whole day and just sit there <laughs> and help her like take photos of her fans and whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I just and don't want to be the person. Yeah, I don't want to be the person that's like in this conversation. I just want to. No, be if if we if if we get spotted together, it will be because of you, and then I'll just yeah. be standing very very proudly next to you <laughs> and be like, "Yup, that's my sugar mama." You're talking okay. to my sugar mama right now. This is my fantasy when I meet you anyways, the height difference. So that we can walk around and <laughs> Which one I honestly <laughs> don't think you will be very um I, I, I think you you you're over your head a little bit, not that tall. Like I'm not a wait, you shut okay. up. I literally checked this recently. I was going through all the female tennis players and checking the height, and then I was like, Jack is taller than <laughs> Serena Williams. <laughs> like I was thinking Serena Williams. Like one seven six or one seven eight. Oh, I'm not. I'm not taller than her. I'm like her, th that height. You're only, you're only two meters. Two point two. Two point two. Are you? Are you like you're coming back next month, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Next month. But you know, I sound very happy about it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's dude. It's how can you be more happy? I feel like me and Long were talking about it in Hong Kong because I just came back yeah. like two days ago. I had oh, I won't say the restaurant because she told me not to say. Yeah. But Don't we had the, the best like lunch. Like it was like this non pretentious shit. Yeah, just good food place, and I really liked those. And, and it wasn't those places that like uh you know push you out after you finish. And uh, just I actually. Because we stayed there a little bit, right? And we had a little chat. Yeah, and I like that. Know, that was just really comfortable. Yeah. The reason they don't push you out, right, is because that restaurant is, like, notorious for being expensive. Like, oh. it, so they, so if you go there, people will be like, why would you eat that there? Uh, Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think, I think you say, I think it's expensive. I, I think people would say it's expensive for what it is. But I look at meals and I just look at, meals yeah like i just don't i think it's food so i didn't think it was that bad but i think people would say oh for eating that you paid that it'd be like yeah. uh okay well i didn't think of it like that you know I'm but we were talking about like like long long coming up to shanghai and you know for us to do the escape room but i really want yeah. her to oh to yeah what i also really want you to come to hong kong I'll be in China first, though. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm trying to play hard to get, if you can tell. Um, yeah, no one's chasing you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. 
um wait is that all you guys have to say for the Tokyo I thought this was gonna be like oh, such a big yeah, thing I, I think you need to be a bit more specific like the watches what do you mean uh, like I told I said everything you can talk about everything okay <laughs> okay out of okay I'll ask you guys a question then aside from like theory stern and the big like watch people that are respectable within the industry if you guys went there who would you meet that's just a collector who would you really want to meet jack uh, minus <laughs> jack minus like people that you are just like friends and you're like hey i'm catching up with this well person. I, I, this yeah. is what yeah. i say right? i was like guess why that the idea of going there is quite daunting because of the how many meets and greets yeah because i would really want to just walk alone and just try and just enjoy that rather than i mean Right now, it is my job to meet collectors, right? So it's mm -hmm. like, I if we go to that event, it's I want to soak up the atmosphere and I want to see the watches. You know, that's what I want to do. And I just if I if that means just by myself quietly pottering around, then I, I think I would enjoy that. Okay, Jack, who would you want? I want to meet. I want to meet like the museum director. I don't, okay. I don't know his name or her name, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you know how they brought a bunch of like vintage archival yeah. pieces yeah. there. Like I want to yeah. meet that person who put together that. Um, yeah, and talk to them. I don't really have a desire to meet Thierry. So, <laughs> hey, Jack, talking about that, yeah, <laughs> would that be like kind of a dream job? Oh, if you were yeah. Patek Museum, like, yeah. director. No, yeah. like, I, a dream job would be, like, janitor at the museum, you know? Like, <laughs> like I, I would do anything to get into the museum. Janitor <laughs> at the museum, okay. Yeah, I don't mind I being, remember. like, a coat check person. Yeah, over. well, they have, like, a front desk, I remember, where you can get the headphones. You they do. do. See, I don't mind yeah. being, like, the person who hands out the headphones yeah. on the iPad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as long as I can like just be in there and yeah yeah I want to be the person who cleans the watches like no that's every, everyone's dream I every think. three months you have to you have to remove the dust even though there's yeah. no dust in the cabinets um okay yeah there is no there is no dust oh yeah so do you think they like open the cabinets and they clean the dust from inside I think they must. Like I don't, but I don't know. I think they must. Who knows? We're just guessing. But uh, there I, that are also no right. fingerprints at all. No. Okay. By the way, I have to say this. It's always been like my dream to like. I used to always think, oh, I want to work for Philips. But then I actually thought about it, and I was like, which part do you actually want to like? What like what makes you want to do it? And I realized it was nothing. I just want to clean the watches and catalog the stuff, but not actually meeting people. So if there was a job where I never had to meet people and people yeah, like a museum like, hey, archival yeah. person. No, but that's very like, uh, OK, that's next level. Like you have to use your brain. But I want to just sit by myself at a computer and they'll be like, hey, we're done with these watches today. Do you mind like cleaning everything, cataloging it and then put it into the safe? And it's like, yeah, OK. Great. I'll do That's that. like I what an administrator yeah. would do. I, I saw um <laughs> so I was in Hong Kong, right? And we were looking yeah. I was looking at this particular Cartier. Yeah. And it's uh apparently very rare Cartier. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, I remember the consigner is like showing me and I was like, is that even like legit? And then well, it was just, it, are you allowed to describe it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a duo time, mm. uh, Cartier dress watch, um, mm -hmm. with two like time zones on it. Oh, oh it's and like then, a, uh, like, like a square. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then one on top, yeah. one below. Yeah. And uh, not one. It's like diagonal. Oh, oh. Yeah, and then Cartier. So if you imagine like a square and then you divide yeah. the square into another like quarters, yeah. yeah. Then in each box, oh. okay, top left is cut just the logo Cartier. Yeah. Right top yeah. box is the time. Bottom mm -hmm. right, another Cartier logo. And then the bottom left, another time zone. So Honestly, I was like it sounds that's like, like so weird. It sounds like that ice link. <laughs> well, let me see if I can send a photo in the group, right? Okay. And the cataloger opened it up and, you know, it says Bauman Mercier in it. Yeah. What? So this was a time Guys, when I saw the coolest Cartier watch in London. Um, that a... Okay. Describe it. It was a taxi watch. It was a jump hour taxi watch, but it had a dial. So, you know, the jump hour watch that is often associated with Cartier, it was just the tank guichet. Also, yeah. But I saw this in like a private collector's um, uh, collection. And if I could have one Cartier, it would be that. Um, but so this piece, Long, the reason I'm talking so about it good. is because- The way you described it sounded really bad, but this, <laughs> this is so good in a weird and way. The, this piece, right? So- like I saw the cataloger and they like take the photos they're looking at it and then they have to write about it so I was like oh you know and they're basically researching it we've got loads of books there we've got mm. specialists oh I've seen you, one of these before that you Whoa. can uh ask and I think that's quite I think maybe that's what you maybe like you like the like the research right and just yeah, quietly following on the computer yeah yeah, yeah. I, I had some time talking to her and I I, I liked it you know I looked at like the whole shelf of books and I was like, oh, that would be so good to just dip into like by yourself time to time, trying to research these models. You know, that was, I think it's quite Guys, good. check the video I sent in the yeah, group. I just saw it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's from the 20s. So cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think they made like four of them, according to what the collector told me. Oh. Um. Okay, so what did I think about the Tokyo exhibition? Well, <laughs> I, um, since I'm leading the interview, I have to cue myself because you guys aren't helping. Um, I found it a little bit like... Gimmicky. Sad. Sad? Sad. Yeah. <laughs> sad because yeah. you wow. see like on social media people like what long was talking about oh wrist shot i'm here um and of course you could only buy the watches if you are in japan like you, you reside in japan or something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so they make it out as like a very limited exclusive thing mm -hmm. but then like i swear the next day i saw the watches on the secondary market. Oh, 
my god like a dealer in japan was was listing that pair of watches that was like green dial and pink dial mm, 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 mm. sorry blue dial and pink dial and i was just like wow is this how it is now like you buy i mean it is how it is now you you buy for the sake that they offer it to you and you don't want to turn it down because you don't want to look bad or you want to save face and then the next minute you go and and you sell on the secondary or you you sell to a dealer local to japan when there are people who are watching from across the world looking at these watches and sure like you can say whatever you want with them you might not like the design but some people would like it and they cannot get access to them because it's a japanese exclusive yeah oh. but it is it's just be where did you see it where did you see it online I saw it on instagram so what did they actually have the piece to offer yeah it wasn't I like a poster know. photo this oh. exact same thing happened with the singapore one because singapore the had I don't know. I didn't check. I just saw the photo. I'm like, oh, interesting. That quick. Yeah, I'm totally not surprised. The same thing happened with the Singapore one. They had these like pink. Uh, they had a red Aquanaut, and then yeah, the pink immediately it was like same thing, secondary market. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I saw like the book that John gave me had all the exhibition pieces. Yeah. And some of the special handcrafts are out of this world. Like you mm -hmm. have to give it to them. It was, you know, Japanese theme with the samurai and the, mm -hmm. um, the nin not ninjas. What are the, the warriors? <laughs> ninja. And then um, <laughs> um, the the mar mar marquette with the wood the wooden handcraft. Yeah. That's the one I want to see the most. Because I just can't something. imagine how it's done and what it looks like in real life. Yeah. yeah. I saw from the photos they look good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when's the next like big watch thing? Uh you mean like industry wide? Yeah. I think it's what they have in um I think it's Geneva Watch Fair. That's in, in the summer. Okay. So this is where like all the independent brands come come to Geneva and then they sorry, not all the independent, like all the big brands come to Geneva and then you know how they have like the Monaco Yacht Fair? They have the Geneva mm -hmm. Watch Fair. Okay. I think that happens in like August. Mm. Yeah. But is it going to be quiet now, like from now until summer? I don't know. I mean, when you come. <laughs> yeah. What? You okay. alone would be can like, we talk? Can we briefly yeah. talk about like, if I were to go to Hong Kong, what are some yeah. places? Wait, I have to tell you about this drag show. Yeah. Okay. Do tell. Okay. So Daniel, Wait, can you we wanna... tell Dan first what it is. I honestly, like, what's a good way of, okay, yeah, I wouldn't call it a drag show, but I saw my first drag queen live today. Oh, uh, okay. I know. Okay. I but also, can I just say, Dan, if you were a drag queen, you would be pretty okay. What the fuck? What does that mean? <laughs> like, why? Why? And why? Like, why would you even say that? No, like, because... why would okay. I look good? I'll tell you why. Um, so you also don't feel like it's a personal attack on you. 
I think different people have like different face shapes and features. Yeah. And some people yeah. look better as girls and some people look better as guys. So okay. in my case, I actually would be a very good looking guy, I think. So if I just thought about you've even never thought about that, but okay. <laughs> um, so I'm just saying that you would be quite a good looking girl. I really that's a compliment. No, because I think is I've it? got quite a big <laughs> like, no, if we take it if it, if, if this yeah. is like serious thought, I think I've got yeah. quite a big nose. Okay, but your face shape. Okay, so you didn't deny it, and now like what's my yeah. face shape? Like what like, is it very, about? Very feminine. Like it's skinnier than me and Jack's for sure. Oh, because I got a small small everybody says I got a small head. Yeah. Uh, that's not a compliment as well. <laughs> 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 yeah yeah okay, okay so um, tell, tell us about the drag show yeah so you know how it's pride month no, is it a compliment to say jack jack would look very good as a man okay me and jack would look great i mean if you look at jack just imagine you ch just change your hair she would be a very good looking guy <laughs> you fill in her eyebrows make it thick and dark and then there, good-looking guy. We also established that we have very different tastes, Long Long. So, oh, yes, <laughs> fuck. That has <laughs> been established. Her, yes, like strongly established. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's Pride Month. Yeah, this month, and uh, I was visiting um, this auction house uh, in New York today and they like they had a corporate event mm -hmm. and for pride month they just had like a drag show in their building oh. and there was like um there was a this uh lot not lottery a uh, uh, raffle uh contest and um they gave out little like pride um gavels that's and they were giving out like free drinks and snacks and making um pride uh bracelets it was great and i wasn't expecting like I, I was chilling in the office just chatting like smack and then they were like hey do you want to come to our corporate event we have a drag <laughs> queen i was like heck yeah i want to you want to say hi to duke Dukey. Yeah. um Hi. Hi, you good boy. Um, okay, Wait, so I, I want to know why you talk to other people's pets like that. And then to your own cat, you're like <laughs> screaming and like shouting at your cat. No, I don't. You guys don't see me interacting like nice with him. When I yell at him, it's always <laughs> exactly. because I'm on the podcast with you and he's always yeah. trying to get my attention. So then I have to, you know, sheesh him off. But <laughs> it's great. Like Oh my god, the the the, the energy and yeah. everything and it made me think about well, oh summer in New York could actually be fun. Which I've never I've I never thought of me as like I'm always, you know, more quiet. I like Boston. But um just participating in that event and like seeing so many people there and 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 like how everybody interacted and like you know he she, or she was like lip syncing to mm -hmm. Britney Spears songs mm -hmm. and it was I really liked it 
And then this one guy was giving out like $50 bills. <laughs> you were grabbing the bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I had fun. That's good. But yeah, no, I wanted to ask, like, if we were to go to Hong Kong, how would the, how would the day be? Okay, well, do you want to go to stuff like this? <laughs> I don't like, think do you want to? Well, we can also go to a KTV if you want with the ladies. Oh, I would love to go to karaoke. No, no, no. This is like with the the escorts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can also go to the ones with the men instead. Sure. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> no, yeah, I want to smoke my first cigar. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. Hey, like yeah. Long Long, you know when it's in uh, Hong Kong, right? You made a comment, and I, I've been thinking about this as well recently. It's about mm-hmm. Bertie's being like you said, like it was about like not mentioning the restaurant we went to because then you know you get yeah. a lot of people you know coming down and yeah. you yeah. don't get to enjoy the place anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I I I feel the same way when you said that about Bertie's. I, yeah. I felt exactly the same way where most of the time you go for a cigar and you're maybe just there with one or two people and you want to enjoy it with one or two people, but then everybody yeah. comes down and then you just can't enjoy it. You know? Yeah. It's never like that anymore there. So yeah. yeah but so we switch places now. Other, yeah. I found a few other places that no one goes to. Um, so yeah. There was that place, which I'm not going to say where we met that collector from um, Singapore, you know, last time I was down and you said it's quite quiet mm-hmm. there, right? collector oh there yeah you have to go during the day and also like uh there's a lot of like mainland people doing business there so no one annoys you so you can just go there and nice Nice. yeah yeah good yeah so okay well we must sound like we must sound like the most unsociable people ever (laughs) like but okay but seriously jack when you come um there will be a bunch of people that will be dying to meet you and oh, it will be yeah. funny to see you interact with them i just i just realized that's so true like you're literally going to be a walking show yeah with me and long long but walking behind <laughs> no honestly it's we're just going to it's just going to be like constant i i know it yeah i kind of want to go to um disneyland <laughs> Yeah, that'd be cool. Wait, I want to yeah. go hiking. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's yeah, we can do hiking. Also, I feel like if I like if we all hang out in Hong Kong, like none of us would just post any stories on like Instagram. We'll just keep it very yeah, low. yeah until you leave, and it's like yeah, exactly until we leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're just your 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 DMs are just gonna blow up, Jack. You guys are exaggerating it too much. You guys have been like complimenting me since this morning yeah which never happens thanks guys i'm so, <laughs> I'm so tired from being fake <laughs> <laughs> about damn time yeah like- um okay should we mention the discord thing yeah can we <laughs> yeah okay so yeah guys I- please stand take it away well we've been working on this discord thing for a while for now months yeah for months so just so you know like we haven't forgotten about it like because we're actually working on it and uh we're working on a new intro uh to you know promote 
that Discord group. And we're probably going to include it in the link. And we're probably going to hear about it in our Instagram stories. And uh, we're probably going to have to learn actually how to use the thing. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, That's it, well, really. No, and also before we go, I just want to thank people like for always like DMing about like who we should get on the show. Mm. So continue mm. doing that because I think it's helpful. And yeah, it's just helpful. Yes. Yeah. I still think it's, I mean, Long Long was telling me the stats the other day and I was like, what? Yeah, guys, no. We smoking cigars or something or smoking something else. Yeah. Like, it's just ridiculous the the support we get and uh, the messages. Uh, Anybody taking time out of their day to message, like a sincere message like that, so welcome. Thank you so much for doing that. Like, it's amazing. I I still don't really know why you guys listen, but (laughs) I feel like, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so, thank you guys so much for like always tuning in and um I know you you always enjoy these really chill chats with just the three of us where there's not really like a, a designated topic and we just talk about whatever comes to our mind but um yeah we really want to take the time and say just by looking at the recent stats on the episodes it's um yeah I thought you were gonna cry, like a tear no, or something. No, my nose is stuck. But yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So thank you guys. Um, anything else we want to talk about? Um, no. So yeah, the Discord. Please like stay tuned for that. We are still working on it. It's just been like Daniel has been so busy, and then you know we've just been um, um, really uh, you know, but but it is coming soon. <sighs> Stuff. <laughs> so professional. You have to yawn at that very moment. <laughs> no, I sometimes... cut that out, please. I sometimes forget we're still recording. Okay. Okay. So okay, guys. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye. As always, thank you for listening to the waiting list podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to reach out to us at the waiting list podcast on Instagram or via our private accounts. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.